Sports Day SA. On Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Yeah, time now to catch up with North Adelaide coach Jacob Surgeon for tyre power. Power up sale now on. And get four for three on selected Kumo tyres, your trusted tyre experts. That's tyre power. Well, Malcolm, they've left it to the last gasp at North Adelaide. Boy, oh boy, they have to win or they need to win to beat Sturt. And then you've got Port and Centrals who are currently fourth and fifth. What a scenario. Jacob, how are you? I'm good, thanks, guys. How are you going? Now, how do you see it? What other scenarios? Uh, take us through it. We're, we're, we're a little bit confused. What needs to happen? <laughs> uh, I think we, we just need a win. If we win, we're, we're in because sort of Port and Central has cancelled themselves out yes. a little bit. Um, and then, But if we Centrals and us lose on the weekend, then it, sort of, it comes down to percentage. So Centrals are, I think, by 0.02 of a percent at the moment, which is, I think, about two goals. Gee. So it's going to be interesting. So <laughs> I wish we'd won last week. I wouldn't have to deal with it this week. Yeah, yeah, I know. Close game there too. But um, And actually, I, I spoke to Barry Robin. Was there a couple of confusing decisions late or was that just uh, that supporter talk there, Serge? <laughs> nah, nah. BR's usually pretty spot on with the way he assesses the game. <laughs> um, so there was a few, yeah, there was a, there was a few things. But, oh, mate, that's good. I've, I've had a chat with the umpire's coach, Shane Harris. He does... Um, he does a really good job in explaining things, and um, and he's really honest. Like he'll tell me if yeah you know, he thinks that's a free kid or yeah. not, if the, or if they've got it wrong in that time. And um, I sent him. We spoke about seven or eight, nine clips in the game that um, that were pretty fifty-fifty or a bit dubious. So um, I've got some clarification on a bit of sling tackle stuff and and all that sort of stuff, which is. Um, I think the boys are pretty hot, as in the umpires are really hot on that on the weekend. So um, we're going to have to adjust our methods, especially in the pre-season, over you know what a tackle looks like these days. Because anything that goes to ground with one arm pinned or anything like that is going to get rewarded with a swing tackle. And I think we're all seeing it in the AFL. And I think the old days of you know <laughs> taking a tackle to ground and trying to hurt someone are finished. Yeah, I'm taking Barry's view after that answer. Hey, <laughs> Sturt this week too, I mean, no bigger challenge. And it really will be like a final anyhow. They're playing some super footy. Oh, they sure are. They're real coach. Marty Matner is obviously a two-time premiership coach. He's done an outstanding job with them since he's come back, I think, two, two, two or three years ago now. Um, he's, he's a brilliant He's a brilliant coach. Um, and they're always tough to beat. Um, you know, they're... The way they play, they've added some real pieces in Marty Frederick and, and Connor McFadgen and these types of guys into their group, which has really strengthened their squad. And um, you know, it's been a it's been a finals like scenario for us since about round eleven or twelve. So um, we could have put it away to bed last weekend. We couldn't get the job done, unfortunately. So we'll have to come out and um, have a crack this weekend and see how we go. Jacob, the, I mean, the, the competition's really interesting. I, we know West Adelaide has sort of been down the bottom for a while. Even even them, they've won three and a half games, which is, you know, I mean, I know it's not a lot, but it's better. And you've also now got uh, Central Districts, who beat you by two points last week. As I said, it's going to, may, may definitely cost you. But so so the the bottom's moving up, isn't it? The, the, the whole Sandville competition seems to me to be squeezing itself. Oh, absolutely, mate. That's a, that's a great call. Um, that's a great call. The, you know, you got. I think West Westies finished last last year, and I actually think, even though they've had three and a half wins, I think they've improved significantly mm. under their under Adam Harlow. I think they've done a really good job in in raising their own standards there at the footy club. You know, Centrals I think won four or five games last year. They're, they've doubled their wins this year, which you know is, is really good. Um, and they've been probably the big market mover 
I guess, in regards to their football this year. And then even Port Adelaide. I think Port Adelaide finished seventh last year. They're fourth at the moment. So, you know, those teams have really stepped up their game. And, um, and well, those clubs have really stepped up their game and, and really made the SNFL a really strong and competitive um, competition. And you don't know from week to week who's going who's gonna to come out and have a win. We've seen some real shock wins and upsets this year. And... Um, I guess that's where we're at with the competition at the moment. It's really strong and yeah. it's really positive. Having said that, Serge, you don't often get first, second and third, five games clear of fourth. The the top three teams have been pretty good as well. Oh, they have been. Glenelg have been the standout all year. My old mate Reeve has done an amazing job out there. Um, he had some pretty good cattle he could work with, which is, which makes life a little bit easier. Um, but I think they've been they've probably been the clear standard. I think the Crows are probably that second best team. I think... You know, if they get a few of their guys back um, for finals, they're going to be pretty dangerous and they're going to be pretty hard hard to beat. And, and Sturt have been right up there. They're just really competitive, get the job done every week. And um, it's just been a really competitive competition all year. It's been as frustrating as it has been in regards to our season with some wins and losses and stuff. It's been really challenging to... Um, to, to put your finger on why, but it's, it's been really positive for the whole competition. Jacob, have you ever known a, a, a round to have two draws and a two-pointer? Yeah. I mean, two draws in a round and a two-pointer. It's an am- It was an amazing round last weekend. Oh, it, it sure was. Um, you know, the, the, the teams that drew, I think South and uh, and Port. You know, that was a really, a really, um, a really intense game. Oh, um, and then obviously, I think it was Nord and Westies. Um, it was, it was. It just shows you where the competition's at. You, you just don't know who's going to win a game from week to week. And I think the SNFL will be licking their lips and uh, really excited about what finals is going to bring in the next week or two. How's the injury front been for you this year? Early on, you had quite a few. How would you describe the year on the injury front? Oh, from my point of my point of view, it's been disastrous. We've um, we've probably nearly tripled or quadrupled our soft tissue injuries this year. Um, which is very unlike us. We're usually very hot on our medical staff and our fitness program. So from my point of view, that's probably been the one thing that's let us down a lot all year, just having um, fit guys consistently ready to play. If you look at the good teams, the Glenelks, the Sturt, and some of these other teams, they haven't had a lot of guys who have gone out with soft tissues and redone the soft tissue and stuff like that, where if you have a look at our team, well, we've had Sam Mays who's had a broken hand twice and a couple of other guys have had longer-term injuries and hammies and all that sort of stuff. So no, I think we've even had five five or six guys do calves this year, which is uh, very unlike us. So uh, from my point of view, it's been really frustrating because we haven't been able to get our best team on the park. But you know that's why you put a list together. That's why you put um, some depth together. And we've been able to get some games into some younger kids, Charlie Ginning, Jack McCann, Max Black, and these types who... You know, if we were fit all year, which I would have loved, you know, we probably don't get the opportunity yeah. to see those guys. So on the negative side, you know, there's a lot of positives to come out of it for next year. Jacob, you, talk, you talked about uh, talking to the umpire's um, advisor or coach just to talk about some issues that you've had in decision-making. Does, does the Sandful sit down with you guys, coaches that is, and talk about where you think the game can go? I know the finals are coming up now, so I don't expect it now. But during the year, do they visit you and ask you about this, sit down and say, have we thought about this rule? Have you seen something, even with the tackling, even, you know, last touch out of bounds? Or is there something that you see that the sample seems to be a leader in some of those things that eventually end up in the AFL? Um, we, we do catch up with the SFL. Well, the coaches usually catch up once or twice a year to talk about footy and the state of the game and where it's at with um, the umpires, coach, and with 
uh, the coaches' coaches stuff like that. So, and I think there's I think there is a, some a committee which my GM Daryl Wintle's on where um, some some executives get together and talk about the state of the game and all that sort of stuff. And Daryl asked me questions about things or what I should bring up or what should we talk about. Some of them is the sling tackle and all these other things that. Um, that um, some of the umpiring decisions, um, the last touch rule, all that sort of stuff. Like I'd love to bring third man back up into the ruck yeah. at um, at mid ball ups to get a bit of congestion um, away from the game. Um, I think the stand rule has been good. So all those sort of things that we get, we talk about all the time. So I'm the one who keeps bringing up the third man up because it brings a little bit of unpredictability back into the game. So. Um, we we talk about that as you know at the North Adelaide Footy Club about what we can do to improve the game, but we definitely talk to um, the guys at the SNFL about how we can improve the game a lot. Your your career came to an end when when um, Tom Jonas's career was starting, but you did cross over for a couple of years. Um, what do you make of Tom? He's he squeezed the lemon pretty hard, hasn't he? He's had a good career, ton of games plus. He's captain the club, but uh, time can catch up with you. And I think he's realised the time is coming. But hopefully for him, he can get a spot come finals. Oh, absolutely! Uh, I remember Tom's first trip. Tom's first trip away. I think um, we played Hawthorne over at the MCG. We actually roomed together, and I sent him a sneaky little text. Just no, I don't think you can underestimate. You know, a, a kid who's come from Nord to go be the captain of eventually of the Port Adelaide Football mm. Club. Like, it's a pretty big deal and a pretty big thing. And, you know, you talk about squeezing the lemon. He's absolutely one person mm. that squeezed the lemon to there being no drops left. And, you know, I just said to him I was really proud to be able to there, to be there at the start of his career and to watch him flourish, not just as a Port Adelaide footballer, but as a captain. I think, you know, what he's had to deal with this year, the adversity of being a captain and, and getting put out of the team and yeah. the way he's handled himself, it just speaks volume of the person that he is and not the footballer but the actual person and that's what I love about Tommy so much he's honest he's hard um, you know he's he's just the chip off the old block he would have been perfect to play in the in the 70s 80s and 90s <laughs> but he's squeezed the lemon he's done everything right and it's, it's a credit to him and his family and you know I wish him all the best in the future with endeavours whatever he decides to do that Hawthorne game I think you lost by about 25 goals he, he ended up chasing yeah, Luke Hodge around points. it wasn't a good one yeah <laughs> yeah he's a decent player that bloke yeah <laughs> hey just um the coaching, we've seen a lot of stories this year uh, come out of the AFL and, and also the Sandful. Jade Sheedy stepping down was a bit of a surprise to me. Obviously, Damien Hardwick uh, from Richmond. She's a tough gig, Jacob, isn't it? And were you surprised when Jade Sheedy stood down from Woodville West Torrens? Oh, I was in shock like everybody else. She's, you know, it's it's a pretty tough job. I'm not going to lie. Like You deal with, you know, 65, 70 players and you've got staff, you've got board, you've got supporters. It's, it's a really big job and... You know, and I can understand. Sheeds has got his own business on the side, there, which is uh, a housing business, where a building business, where he's really, um, I think that's really grown in the last few years since he's taken on his job. And I think he's still doing bits and pieces um, in that job, but it definitely demands your time 24/7. You never, you never switch off until the season is finished. Um, but then a week or two after the season finishes, you're on the phone ringing players, recruiting players, and doing all that sort of stuff. So. Yeah, it's a it's a fifty two week job um, in the year, so it's really hard. But you know, we we do it because we love it. I love it. I love the pressure that I get put under every week and getting my team to perform and um, and trying to squeeze the lemon out of them to get a win. So um, that's exciting. I can understand his reasoning. It's it's a tough. It is a tough job. And you look at Damien Hardwick. He was there for what thirteen years, and he was burnt out, needed a break, and he's done that, and he's he's come back in, and he's gonna be living on the Goldie. Um, 
you know, with a nice shiny new toy up there in the Gold Coast Suns, which I think have got a really good list, and I think they can compete um, under, you know, them up pretty quickly, I reckon. Just quickly, I, I, I did it for 16 years, mate. We, we interviewed Jack Cale yeah. last year. Jack did it for 27 years. And Kevin Sheedy about 40. Oh, no, I, mate, I, I was absolutely <laughs> knackered. <laughs> you, you do, you oh, squeeze the you lemon, don't you? You live with it. It just sits <laughs> in your bones, doesn't it? Oh, it does. And, and I love it. Like, I love coaching. I love helping young people trying to reach their potential of getting to AFL. Like, that's the number one goal. And I tell my blokes who come here and if, if they go on the mid-season draft like Jacob, Dow, Jacob Bauer did last year or anyone, like, chase that dream hard because once you stop chasing that dream, like... The dream's things, gone. Things yeah. can go backwards for you. It's gone. Yeah. But, you know, the guys who are here who work nine to five, I can see some of my players out here now having, you know, doing some craft out with with Jimmy Allen now, three-time with Gary Medless and Aaron Young, they're doing ground balls and doing that sort of stuff. Like they're out here working after they've had a full work, working day. And I just love seeing that commitment that they show. So it makes makes me really proud to go, you know what, well, I need to show that commitment to them as well. Yep. And that's what I love about the grind and I love about the work. And yeah, you, you did it for 16 years. John, Jack did it for you know 30 years. It's, we do it because we love it. And we do it because we love helping young men succeed and, and reach their goals. Yeah, good luck, Serge. I think a lot of the past players are coming down this weekend too. Should be a great game. The weather's going to be fine. You've got a massive game against Sturt, so all the best. Make sure you boys win. Thanks, Wills. I've got your plaque ready to go up here on the pavilion somewhere, mate, so we'll make sure we screw it down. You can have your nice little spot. Oh, yeah. And have a few, have some and stuff like that. So oh, we're all good to go. We that... can even bring Blighty down too if you want. Yeah, well, that's how I like it, you know. I like the comfort, so thanks, Serge. <laughs> Nah, thanks, boys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Good luck. There you go. They've got the little plaque in the seat for me. Last time we went to North Adelaide, um, Wayne Jackson and Johnny Reed were there because North of Blank South. South, yeah. Actually, had they played the Eagles, you could have come down, but yeah. come down here if you wanted. But a big, big, good game. They do it pretty well there. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually going to uh, a game of footy on the weekend. Um, I'm going to watch the uh, Unley Jets play. Uh, oh, the Jets? Yeah, I'm going to watch the Jets around the corner. F- and, uh, yeah, a few mates know come, a couple of mates and I just want to sit there and watch them play. They've been a good club. A lot of, I've got yeah. a few friends that kids have played there over the years and they, they seem to do it pretty well, as you do, Malcolm. Uh, that's it for us. So where does that hour go? feels like I've just stepped into the studio. <laughs> And we're gone, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? Well, that's how brilliant it is. Yeah. Did you, have you the captain? Have you decided you're captain now? With the yeah, board? no, I'm, I'm I'm starting to lean towards towards what I said. Yeah, Connor. Connor. Yeah, yeah. 24, 120 games. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, probably. If, if not, Connor, is it a butters or? So I honestly think Ollie's past his time in terms maybe, of being a captain. They've done it before. Maybe they make him dual captains. Oh. Well, they're very good mates. Co-captains. Call always, it what you, you always like. think a little bit outside the square, yeah, don't do. you? Inside the circle. Yeah. All right. Good thing, Malcolm. We're back tomorrow night. The teams, it's golf day tomorrow, plus the teams are like Thursdays, and I'll see you then between six and seven. Bye for now. Bye, David.